process, before productivity, before consequence, there is you. Before community, before responsibility, before the right thing to do, there is the gut. Welcome to Eyes Eye, a podcast in favor of vision and capacity. My name is Nashkyu, and this is a David Demawi recipe. Enjoy. Your thoughts, not your feelings, decide nothing. Obey the gut, right there in the intestines. There is the eye's eye. Papayel, come sit by me. Goodness, wait till morning. You will listen now. Didn't have the title, but the singer is Nangili Nashima. A late singer from Namibia who had worked in Namibia and Angola. So it goes Naje Poatu Kande, Naje Poatu Kande, Navayatu Aneke, Navayatu Aneke, Navayatu Aneke, Navayatu Aneke, Naje Poatu Kande, Naje Poatu Kande. Mm, Kelly Capes Aleva, Payatuaneke, Tavayatuaneke, Amen when they walk in, Amen when they won't do, Napewandina home tumbo, Napewandina home tumbo, Elangeco caumbo, Elangeco caumbo, Kelly Capes Aleva. For me, it kind of emulates the power and the, 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 the purpose of what I just told you about Odano, the concept of Odano, because what this artist is basically doing is praising themselves and claiming the space and saying, I am the owner of the kino. And I don't know quite what she meant by that. Kino could be like a cinema. It could be a, a parting place. Uh, um, I think it, it, it captures the essence of what performance is able to mobilize and it's able to, to enable and to facilitate um, 
and 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 that's that's the power of I think sort of like self determination. That's the word I'm looking for. I think mm-hmm. it 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 kind of captures because she's she's constantly saying I am this. I am the owner of the group. I'm sent. Uh, you know, uh, I want to speak into the radio, so I go to the union and go tell the white people, you know, saying all these things. Um, yeah, and she's definitely one of my... And for me, whenever I listen to it, it kind of, it's like, uh, you asked, go forward. It's one of those. And the, and, the, and, the, and the idea of jumping into Mondabo, Mondabo is a stage. Um, because we have a half moon, people clapping hands, she's calling and she's responding. I mean, people, the other women she sings with are responding. And then it goes to... That's, that's almost like... It's the attitude. You spoke about attitude earlier on. Yeah, and although it, it references performance, the idea of performance directly, when she says, I'm the owner of the group. I'm the one who sent. I'm, I'm hosting. She's saying, I'm hosting. Um, um, uh, I'm hosting a housewarming party at a house of a coward. You know, she was quite radical. <laughs> Like I'm the host, you know. Um, it's 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 one of that stuff that kind of helps, takes you into that self-determination mode. Yeah, which is what I think I'm. The kind of music I um, I have a very strong relationship with. Struggle music. It's the kind of music I write, but it's also the kind of music I I listen to a lot. I have tried to channel your anger, Raphael, but more remains. Anger clouds the mind. Turned inward, it is an unconquerable enemy. What are the first things I clearly remember dreaming about? (sighs) Traveling. Yeah, traveling um, and packing. Yeah, as a as a small boy, always somehow on the road, going somewhere. But also, I think people that are not people. Yeah, so it's like there's a conversation happening with some kind of people, but they don't look like people, and I can't quite remember what they look like because it's the other thing. I, um, and I must say. I don't always remember what I dream about. And by dreaming, I'm speaking of the rebooting dreaming. Um, I don't always remember the fine details. I used to when I was younger, but I realized the older I grow, I don't always um, remember what I was dreaming about. But, Definitely traveling, there's always moving and traveling, and there's always um, people that don't quite 
feel like people. So I, 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 try, I try not to think of the rebooting in isolation. It's not just a thing that happens that's there, but that is like somehow linked to my everyday life. So I would think, I don't know what your second idea of dreaming is, but my second idea of dreaming would be something like daydreaming, which I do a lot. <laughs> um, and I'm just thinking, I don't know. I, 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 my feeling is that maybe it has to do with age because I felt like there were more dreams and innocent dreams uh, when I was younger. But now I don't know. I don't know if it has to do with being so busy in the day that when you, when you lie down, you just reboot. And when you wake up, you almost don't have a clear, clear vision. But what I try to do is try to see what's in my daydreaming and link it to the little remains um, of, of, of the night dreaming. But also, I think those remains are enough. I've, I think also is I've tried to let go because I remember a time when I was trying very hard to remember, trying, I actually used to beat myself about it, like, what was it? I know it was a nice dream, but what was it? And then I have like loose remains. So for me to interpret, I often try to link it to the things I see during the day. And often daydreaming is very based on my desires. Yeah, I think I desire love. Yeah, at the moment, that's what I desire. Like, I think like radical openness. That's how I, that's how I kind of that's how I put the finger on it, that it's, it's the kind of feeling or state of being where, it's, where I'm naked and where I'm able to, to hold, but I'm also willing to be held. Yeah, that is, that is what it is for me. Um, yeah, I'll be honest, I don't think I pursue it. So it's also it's the thing I desire, but I don't think I am radically open. So perhaps to answer your question, I would say that I try to first begin with myself, to try and open up myself, right? You are unique among your brothers, for you choose to face this enemy alone. But as you face it, do not forget them, and do not forget me. I am here, my son. As an artist, as a queer man, as a black queer man, as a, yeah, as, as a person, uh, in a fucked up world. Um, we spoke about scars before, as a person with scars. Um, so I think 
I'll say like in the last five years has been about trying to do that radical openness first for myself. I mean, there was definitely a phase of um, some work I did in my masters um, required me to kind of shed. Yeah, it required me to the cliche thing, unlearn stuff and learn new stuff and unlearn. It required me to take on the idea of a process. Um, but part of that work is I was also coming out of like a very difficult time. I was reconciling with myself. So that required picking up my pieces and putting them together, trying to put them together. Some pieces, not all of them. Uh, so that required letting go. Um, letting go of some guy who wrote me an email and said, no, it's not, we're not going to be together anymore. Right? So, fall and try to stand up. It was fucked up. First of all, so this work I created was called Enganga. It was about healing and performance as shamanism uh, and the connection between the two. And th that somehow taught me ideas of um, the idea of being initiated as a healer. I had many friends who are healers, but I felt very close to them. And, and hence I made this work uh, in which I was kind of positioning myself as a healer, as a performer of healing, not as a sangoma or a healer, but as a, a healer who uses performance. Um, and, 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 and just when I started making this work, I, I was in a relationship with this person. I moved from Joburg because I was doing my master's there to back home. But that process was also kind of accepting your own queerness, accepting that you are queer and understanding because I had never really, I mean, I knew, but I'd never really, I'd never reconciled. And obviously there has been like tons and tons of trauma because growing up in Namibia in a very conservative society um, in a Christian home there was always that that's not even an option and then you start reading you start doing research and making art and you start to see the links even just between queerness and shamanism that that's a thing universally that's just, people just fucking erase the fucking shit. <laughs> uh, so it's many things. And then there was a man. And I think that scared him. Because I was in a space of, I try not to blame myself because I did nothing wrong. But I was in a space of reconciling, learning and learning, picking up shadows. I kept speaking about shadows. I remember asking him, what are your shadows? We had some quite deep conversations and the idea to acknowledge your shadows, to know them, you know. Then I went home and this guy just wrote an email literally a week later and he was like, sorry, we can't be together. No reason. And I tried to be strong. I tried to like, and then I just fell because 
I was in love. So since then, I've tried to not be in love. Yeah, I've, I was just like, it's not gonna work. I'm gonna be alone and I'm going to be, and I'm going to, and I'm, yeah. But I'll tell you something that changed my mind. Um, <laughs> um, so last week, Friday, I, I met some other guy. Ooh. But, and I told him, no, um, so we were not gonna go into a relationship. We were not gonna, it was like, yeah. It was just like, we just met and we were like, okay. But the conversation was so deep. And he said something. He said, because I told him, no, I'm, I'm going to be single. It's, it's relationship things are... And he said, no, that is too easy. So he wasn't pursuing me, but the moment, the intellectual moment and the emotional moment, the sensual moment, it was all these levels was so deep and his advice of that's actually where he was able to and I had said this to many people but he was able to point it out and say no you're scared you are you know without even asking many questions it was just like that's too easy to just be like you're gonna be single for the rest of your life and I sat with that and that's why I now I answered your question um, that it's love so that it's love that I'm in pursuit of now because it shifted so it was one night of like being in each other's arms and I haven't seen him since then and we don't have each other's numbers and, but shoo the and I remember feeling that feeling again. <laughs> and a bit, a bit painful because it was, <laughs> it was over. And I was like, oh. I remember feeling, not the feeling of being dumped, but the feeling of that feeling, that feeling. It's definitely a, a negotiation because Although they are linked, they are also quite, you know, sometimes what we think is not always. understands cricket. You gotta know what a crumpet is to understand cricket. I'll teach you. Six months. So I speak a lot about embodied knowledge and how complicated that is that if your body the body knows and the body remembers but also the body doesn't always lie to you your head which is part of your body might um because that's logic that's the, the head that's the thinking uh but feeling can be so honest can be so 
um, but believe because I have this belief of part of that reconciling with the self was also reconciling with the ancestral. So I was looking for a language of performance, my vocabulary, but I was also looking for doing self-work. So part of that was also the ancestral, as somebody who grew up in a Christian home. Um, and, um, and the thing is, I, I kind of also had to trust the ancestral realm because I, I, my perception was that it brings something. It, it plays a particular purpose. But I also had to kind of unlearn some things about the ancestral because I, was, I had to reconcile that they're also bad ancestors. And they're not all good. Um, so it's a negotiation. It's a negotiation between... But I don't want to separate these things, but I'm also aware that the head... It's not always in conjunction because we are grow, we grew up in a world where there's a body head split. The head is not always, you know, the head can be very restricting place. Um, and I think I've been in my head a lot, even in this process of reconciling, because in the process there was still hurting happening. I had to. I had to. I, I, I still kind of, I think, policed myself, and that happens often in the head. Um, but it's work. It's negotiation. You have to, it's, it's, it's listening and trying to, to make choices. Because you have to make choices. You have to decide where do you go. Like since Friday, last Friday, I'm not the same person anymore. There was this angel who came I mean, we had the most difficult conversation because it was like, no, feminism is not, no. I don't think it has the moral what, what for. And I was like, <laughs> but it still felt super safe and super beautiful and warm. And, and I was a little bit disappointed that we because I was like this is actually the person that is that I've been kind of wanting maybe we'll bump into each other again um, I think I think it's important to pay attention to I'm going to say this because this is my instrument. It's important to pay attention to the body. Because we don't... And when I say the body, I mean from head to toe. Because the system or life or society, whatever, does not make space for that at all. Our bodies can tell us the most impeccable things about ourselves. Things we already know, but we somehow shut out. So it's very important to know how are you feeling uh, honestly with yourself. So I think what I'm trying to say is it's important to establish an internal conversation. Uh, I teach this a lot 
like teach performance or introspection yeah as cliche that may sound it's very important to to do that work because everything else that follows which is the outside and back to the inside i don't know that's my honest answer as somebody who's been doing who do does this i believe i do it i don't think i i think it's also it's one of those because it's process based it's also elusive the, so the language you have to find your language there is no one how my how might not work for you the next how so i can give you small tangible examples like put it in a song uh, you know um go to a therapist which i don't always recommend uh journal draw paint um have a relationship with yourself um feel yourself just touch yourself just touch yourself that's not always a thing we encourage to do just touch yourself <laughs> as long as you know that you're trying to devise some kind of language for that relationship with yourself it's very complicated it, it's very elusive and also now that you ask it i don't quite know how to coming <laughs> uh but yeah touch yourself because by touching yourself you touch others without thinking brothly brothly <laughs>